Welcome to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Your number one Orlando City podcast. For the fans, by the fans. Keeping you in the know on all things Orlando City since 2018. Hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. It's me and the boys. We got uh we got Mike and Ryder here tonight uh discussing our, our League's Cup match against Houston. We'll we'll talk about uh the League's Cup too, but uh Mike was just we, we started off hot. We started off pretty having a good good laugh. Mike Mike uh had to go into the office today and, and got some some perfect swag and, and they gave him a nice 1980 style fedora so that's that's C- what C- cabana fedora man i'm I, i've been laughing at it for the past couple hours that's gonna go up in a special part of your house because they you know that's just like i feel like that's like when work they're like like at my work they don't pay us time and a half on the holidays they just buy us domino's pizza you know it's kind of like it's kind of <laughs> like that that level of thing so they're like Let's we're not gonna we pay can- you extra but we're gonna have a pizza party but we didn't give away all these fedoras back in the early '90s that we ordered, so we might as well just give them away now. So. <laughs> Spray paint our logo on there, and Bob's your uncle. Hey, <laughs> it's at least stitched. You know, they they put some money into this. Oh wow, wow, that is that's impressive. Out of all the things <laughs> they put the money into, so how you doing, Mike? Uh, I mean, uh, I got a fedora now, so like I'm. Uh, I'm... <sighs> Hello. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start saying "milady" and all sorts of fun stuff like that. It's gonna be great. Um, but no, I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. I'm doing as best I can. Uh, been trying to catch up on on some leagues cup action, and I'm going on uh, about four hours of sleep right now uh, today. So I'm feeling pretty good, you know. I'm, I'm vibing. I'm here. Yeah, I do like the fact that all the games aren't played at one time. So you can actually watch other games. So we'll, we'll get more into that a little bit later. Ryder, how you doing, my man? Sleep is for the weak. Caffeine is for the strong. Um, what, Mike, what's your caffeine choice? I got to know. So I have, I've been on a health journey lately. Uh, I've actually, over the past two months, I've dropped about 30 pounds. Wow. Um, Good for but, you. Uh, in that, I, I, I was an avid Mountain Dew drinker and I've kicked all sodas entirely the only thing that I, i've the only thing i've had aside from water in the past two months is uh bourbon and uh a couple of mick ultras which is the worst beer on the planet i don't care what anybody says uh, so but mountain dew or just like uh i was doing mountain dew kickstart as well which is a good energy drink um Ooh, yeah you know so but but i have been i've just been raw dog in life lately so yeah, I went to London and uh, and there's no air conditioning and it's 90 degrees, 90 degrees inside of our apartment. So there was obviously no, not much sleep going on. So I became a fan of coffee in London. So that's that's what I've been on for the last couple of months. So you've been doing no coffee whatsoever, Mike. I don't I, I actually do not like coffee. Oh, I uh, I love the smell of coffee, but dude, it tastes disgusting to me. I haven't I never acquired the taste for it. My my whole family loves it my girlfriend is from uh swags neck of the woods she was in key West, grew up in key west that's where she was born so she's been drinking cuban coffee since she was like four years old like <laughs> there's coffee and then there's cuban coffee i remember the first time i had cuban coffee i i didn't go to sleep for another 18 hours and someone gave it to me on a lunch break 
Oh yeah, the old cafe con leche. That's that's that'll 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 awaken you. I wrote a lot of good code that day, but <laughs> I'm good. You've uh, been needing answer... some caffeine, Ryder? Uh, yeah, I've been indulging in some caffeine. Uh, lately, it's been a long uh, three week, two three weeks for me. A lot going on. The kitchen is done. I'm nice. free of the kitchen. That whole thing is done. We'll talk about that more in the show. Outouts along with my fun journey back from Rochester, New York. So we can talk about that in the shout outs. It might have some small soccer implications because of some certain biases against a certain city in the south of America, but we'll see. So we're here to talk about Leagues Cup. We're here to talk about Houston, the match against Houston and what, what we got going on on the weekend. So enough of my babbling. Let's get to it. Just look how far we've come. We started this show. Uh, we, we just figured out almost 200 episodes ago now. And now, almost 200 episodes later, you've remodeled a whole kitchen. We're getting old, I, I would say. <laughs> and did one of the ep- entire episodes while contributing to that remodel. Heck yeah. That's how, that's, that's like how we did a it. A month and a half ago. <laughs> well, let's get into our sponsors. Uh, I want to uh, thank Eddie first and foremost. I know uh, a couple of our listeners have... Uh, hit him up to shop their insurance or home insurance, um, specifically because the rates are going crazy. I think he's told us now up to 20 companies have left the state for right to home insurance. Uh, um, you see the water temperatures. Everybody's nervous about about uh, hurricane season. Uh, so, you know, that and I mean, I'm, when home insurance goes up, all insurance is going to go up. Disasters are disasters. So if you see any rates, uh, rate increases with your auto insurance, your home insurance, your, if you need life insurance, uh, get it. Uh, it's always better to have life insurance before you need it. So I uh, highly recommend uh, doing that. I have my, I'm getting my pilot's license, obviously. And Eddie's always looking out for me. And he thought about, uh, about you know, how I may need to uh, update my policy because they don't really write life insurance for pilots for obvious reasons. So, uh, but apparently I'm good to go. And I, I don't know if I didn't know if I was going to be good to go, but Eddie did all the research for me. And, uh, and long story short, it's like I say every week, it's always a good, um, idea to have a guy like that on on your side because you know most insurance thing people know nothing about insurance and all the mumbo jumbo and the the numbers and all that stuff so uh give Eddie a call get your insurance shop save some money if you can uh and at least you'll know you'll be with a reputable uh, insurance agent while you're doing it uh don't forget to uh hit up leo at uh at you mortgage uh he's uh uh working there now uh he's got a, a new gig but uh, he's still doing the same thing so if you do need uh, any sort of mortgage assistance, any sort of questions about, you know, the mortgage process, the lending process, uh, or uh, anything with, with you know, refinancing a house, I know the rates are, are still a little bit higher, but uh, if you have equity and you're looking to, to cash in on some of that, uh, give Leo a call. His phone number is 407-844-7696. And then... I think we're still shouting out Field Turf USA. They've they've been with us since the beginning. Uh, Chris Wedge over there at Field Turf, even though Cleon tried to burn some bridges, but uh, we're still giving them a shout out. Uh, up at, up in you know they do all, a lot of the pitches and the sides of the pitches all across the world, even in in Orlando, similar stuff there. So uh, I just saw they did a black pitch for one of the teams up in like up the nor- northern New York, like all black uh, football field, which is definitely Fun. crazy. They can do it all. It's going to be hot there, but uh, in the wintertime, it'll be cool, I guess. So 
Uh, thank you, Field Turk. We appreciate you guys. So let's jump right into the Dynamo match at home. Um, you know, playing uh, a form another MLS side, a, a team that uh, that you know at, at home you kind of hope to be, expect to be. We played a, a relatively strong uh, starting eleven. There was no Mauricio. We gave him some rest. Uh, they said that he picked up a little knock, I think, and they didn't want to risk it. Uh, so we we go out and uh, literally the worst penalty kick call I've ever seen. Um. Other than the the Patrick Mullins phantom handball against Columbus a few years back, I can't remember I've ever seen something so egregiously wrong. Uh, going away from the ball, the guy obviously clearly dove. Should not have been a penalty. It it, it should have been a simula yellow card for simulation because the guy uh, he dragged both feet and in the air didn't even drag him on the ground. Just dragged him in the air. And just let his knees hit the ground first. Uh, Rafael Santos had no idea what was going on. Nobody really had any idea what was going on. And not only did it screw us in the first match, but one of the tiebreakers in this weird three-team group is uh, fair play. It's yellow cards. So uh, it's interesting now with two straight draws uh, that it comes down to that. It may come down to that. So anyways, uh, we, we get a goal. Duncan McGuire does Duncan McGuire things, gets a goal that maybe nobody else may have gotten. You know, Oscar Perea said that he wanted Duncan to conserve a little more and watch the uh, watch the runs like that. But, but hey, it paid off, you know, and you always expect one of those to pay off. Or you hope for one or two of those style of goals to pay off, you know, a year. So uh, we took one of ours uh, right there in the, at the beginning of the first half. Duncan McGuire just chases down the keeper. One tiny little bad. Uh, back pass from the center back, and uh, and Duncan just makes a goalkeeper look like a like a fool and puts it in the back of the net. Other than that, my opinion, pretty boring match. Uh, very slow, very meh. New tournament esque, fe feeling each other out. What do we want to do? Uh, type of type of thing going on. So, uh, you know, overall. We get we we go to penalties. We win and penalties. Just five outstanding penalty shots. I mean, whether they were from defenders or the last one from Faku, the only way you're saving that is with a broken neck as a goalkeeper. So, you know, we looked we looked damn good in the penalty shootout. I wish we could just we could just play every game in penalties because we'd be the top of the league and we'd win every trophy. We're now eight zero and zero or eight zero, I guess, in penalty shootouts. Um, so. Can't complain. Oscar said they studied them. They were practicing the penalties. That was a big part of their training curriculum this week. Uh, so it paid off. It paid off. Uh, so now we head into into Saturday on two points. So, uh, Mike, tell me how you felt about the match. Uh, did you think it was as boring as I thought it was? Uh, how, what do you think about the refereeing? Tell, tell me what you think about about the Houston match, so, uh, how it went. So yeah, uh, I mean it was a slower match. Um, I, I don't really have a have much of a disagreement with you on that. Um, we had our chances. I felt at times we just didn't really capitalize on them. Uh, I'm with you on the fact that I, I the officiating has been just a, a major question mark for me um, throughout this tournament. And one of the things that I I haven't really liked about things is that I've noticed they are like when it comes to VAR reviews, they're not really sending refs to the monitor 
Like they're just kind of taking the fourth official's word as sage. They're not going and looking at things themselves. And I feel like that's one of the problems that I had with with that call, obviously, because the call didn't get overturned because the ref didn't go take a look at it. And then also, if you watched um, the New York City uh, FC and game against Atlas the other day, uh, they had a goal called for offsides and it was a five and a half minute review and they never sent the ref to the monitor to take a look at it. So I'm kind of just sitting here. I'm like, how can you overturn it if he didn't go look at what was called? Like, you're just telling him what it is. Um, so uh, some of the officiating overall has just been a question mark. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that a little bit more later as we kind of talk about the tournament as a whole. But uh, one of the things that I like love about our team is that we can pretty much rely on all of the team for penalties. You know, um, like if you look at the people that we we sent three defenders to take penalty kicks. Like Rafael Santos, uh, Antonio Carlos, and Robin Jansen. Car- Santos's penalty was just class. Like faked out the the keeper, sent him the wrong way, and he just passed it into the net slowly. A- and Carlos and Jansen just shoot lasers into the net. And then Faku's penalty, as you said, you know, Kurt Angle with a broken freaking neck was the only way that that would get saved Um, because his penalty into the side net is just that's a thing of gorgeous because that thing's hit with venom and no one's putting a fingertip to that. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I, I getting a result is good, but then we also have the result that happened last night that now kind of forces our hand in the next game, which we'll talk about later. But, um, you know, take what we can out of it. Uh, there's room to improve, and hopefully they they find the ways to improve. Yeah, and I see what you're saying about the the whole, you know, the fourth of the guy not going to, re- to look. I've never been a fan of the referee having to go to a monitor and admit that he was wrong. I've never been a fan of that. I've never been a fan of uh, because to me, clear and obvious. If a guy's up in the box saying, "Oh, this is clear and obvious," let me have him go look and agree. You know that guy is supposed to be just as qualified to be a referee as the fourth official. That's what they do in the Premier League. So, they never go to the monitor. I'm they not always... a fan. I like not going to the monitor. I don't like five and a half minute reviews. It's not clear and obvious if it's five and a half minutes. But when it's clear and obvious, it needs to be. It needs to be. I think it needs to be done by the, the referee. That's the whole reason that there's a there's a whole ass there's a whole referee so in, the, in the booth. One thing that I kind of want to add to that, and this was going to actually be my shout out, but I'm just going to talk about it now because it makes sense. In the women's World Cup that's going on, one of the things that I like that they're doing right now is when they do a VAR review, the referee, the head ref, has a headset on like the NFL. And they come out and announce what the change was. Like there was a red card that was issued after a VAR review and the referee popped on a headset and said she was issuing a red card for serious foul play to somebody due to VAR review. And just that amount of transparency is something that we just need. Like I'd love to see that more. Um, We don't have that right now. Um, And, and I agree with you one, 100%. If a review, in my opinion, we're searching for clear and obvious error. Clear and obvious error can be found in a minute. If you're taking longer than a minute to review something, you're not you're not looking for clear and obvious error. You're re-refereeing. 
The right. intent of VAR is not to re-referee. It is to correct obvious mistakes. A clear so. and obvious error is obvious on any camera angle. 100%. You shouldn't have to wait for, oh, well, we haven't seen every angle. We got do we, do we have this this angle instead? Can we get this angle? Where where's that angle? It should it should be it should if it's clear and obvious, it should be clear and obvious from every single camera angle. You know, just just my opinion. Um never been a big fan of <clears throat> of long reviews. Uh it does slow the game down a lot. You know, the one team is probably gonna benefit from a long review and another team is probably gonna really drastically, you know, be hindered by a long review, whether depending on the way the match going at that time. So, you know, that's just a way for them to to go even farther into influencing the match. So uh it's unfortunate in the New York City match for sure. Um, you know, overall the, the refereeing has been not the best. I mean you look at the Miami match, the guy had a clear interception and they called a foul and that led to my to Messi's free kick that won the game, the first one. You know, it was, it was a clear interception. It was it was never a foul. It was never a foul ever in the history of, the, of soccer. Um, you know, but but they called it a foul, you know, and it's just the rest being the rest. On our game, the guy the guy I think it was his fourth ever match as the first official, is that what they said? Something like that, yeah. I understand that you want to try stuff out and and you know, a new tournament maybe, but give him his fourth ever match on a Wednesday midweek match in Houston or or in freaking in in our in Real Salt Lake. You know, what are we doing giving a giving a guy his first ever match in or in USL, in, not in a top tier tournament with three countries at stake? Yeah, and it's just it's a it's a forty million dollar prize pool, so they make. All this, this, that's been the headline, $40 million is the prize pool, and then you just put a guy in. Are we taking it seriously, or are we not taking it seriously? Are we going to have the largest prize pool in the history of of American of North American soccer, or are we going to allow a guy to referee his fourth ever match from the center circle and make huge, horrible decisions at the same time? Which one are we about to do? Because they don't align in the same... Sorry, Ted Uncle was taken. He was taking a vacation after going and giving out a lot of yellow cards in D.C. at the All-Star match. Oh, God. (laughs) Iroll. You're up, Ryder. Tell me what you thought about the match. Anything else to add? Um, I'll be honest. This was kind of a snoozer. Um, It was nice to see us. Even though we went down, there was a lot of extra time. I, I, I had forgotten that they we gave up that goal right before halftime, five minutes into added time. And then we scored right out of the gate going into the second half. It's nice to come out and say, we're not going to sit down. We came out of the locker room wanting to play. And that was good to see. But the rest of the match, we were just unlucky. We didn't get. We didn't get what we needed, and I would. I we should have won this match. We really should have. But getting the result in penalty kicks is better than nothing. It's just it's a weird feeling because I'm pretty. Sh- I- I'm 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 positive this is the first time it, we've ever had to say, "Oh, we got two points from a match." This isn't Orlando City B anymore. This is the top tier team, and we're in a new format that feels weird to us and it's just as weird when there's a 
penalty shout that anybody with eyes can see is not a penalty and they're not going to the monitor and they're going premier league style and just go counting on the fourth official or the var whatever they were actually doing and it doesn't make it better i agree with mike 100 there needs to be transparency there needs to be um the xfl had that really good okay we're talking with the official in the booth they're talking it through so the fourth official has all these views on a full monitor wall and we get to see that on the broadcast that would be something great for the league's cup format because it's different from the league you can produce it that way and it would it would make people feel better especially when you've got refs that are much more green but that being said you still can't leave it to chance we've i've said it multiple times we've all had this conversation you can't leave it to chance on penalties like that so we needed to have a slightly better production we we led in almost all the stats we were looking really good with possession and passing and even shots but that doesn't that doesn't win matches scoring goals wins matches not giving up any kind of play that could even look like a penalty so I mean, something I that I'll add is defensively, the only shot on target that we allowed was the PK that they scored. You okay, know? see, that doesn't make me feel better. I didn't know that until just like now. That doesn't make me feel better about that. <laughs> but that's, that's you're trying to say that, you know, we deserved more and we outplayed them. I'm like, well, yeah, literally the only time that they got a shot on net was uh, due to a bad officiating error, in my opinion, because I, I just really don't like the penalty call. It does. It's not a penalty to me, so statistically does that even count as a shot on net because yep. mm-hmm. okay well we we got them five to one on that because we had five they only had one and they we doubled them on shots in general too 16 to seven like every stat including yellow cards which is what what we can talk about in a little bit but it's Houston. We had talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We should have we should have beaten them, and we didn't. We got two points, but now we're in a position where we have to go, go out and play against Santos, which, honestly, I don't mind because I want a little bit of, of low-key revenge on Santos, but we can talk about that in a little bit. So, Yeah. Uh, and the refereeing, I was, wasn't a big fan of. Uh, you know, and, and like Mike said, it's that's their only shot on goal. I mean, that sucks. That's we've done that a few times lately, uh, where we we haven't really they haven't had nothing but one shot on goal, and they they've made it. You know, that's that's about all. So, uh, but oh well, you know, we we got the we got the two points is the most important thing. We'd be in a much worse position if we only had the one point. Uh, so we we won the penalty shootout. That's that's super important. Uh, now we just basically can't. Uh, we we can tie, but I, I I guess there's a lot of scenarios we'll get into. But uh, before we get in, into the scenarios, let's one uh, question. Yeah, what was more exciting to you guys? Just quick rapid fire: the penalty shootout or Duncan's goal? Duncan's goal for me personally, because shootouts for me with Orlando, I get less stressed about because, well, you know, 
I would say the the penalties for me just because they were so also perfect five for five and then Pedro with the stop or with the the you know right right at the beginning uh was clutch too so I would say for me it was the penalties yeah I love Duncan's goal uh just because of the fact that it's uh you know it was a big hustle play and you know that's the kind of thing that our fan base loves is we love the heart and hustle and spirit out of the players like that but I, I'm with I'm with on this one huh the heartland yeah 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 <laughs> but i'm with swag on this one it's the penalty shootout because he's 100 right pedro set the tone at the save on ache ache to start that off and then that set the tone and the boys just delivered one after one after that like pedro like got his hands close to like one or two other of the shots i, I don't think the houston keeper got close to anything that we put on net in that shootout like they were we were sending him the wrong way left and right he had no idea what was going on uh it was just class so uh, i i lean that way yeah i I mean both uh, those are the only two things to get excited about basically so <laughs> but uh all right well let's let's go let's do some stock up and stock down uh for me i would say my stock up is going to be uh it's got to be duncan again i mean he gets the hustle goal. He gets the goal that keeps us in it. Uh, it's got to be, it's got to be Duncan McGuire. The guy's scored in another competition, and what's that give him? Nine goals total this year. He's one away from double digits in all competition. Uh, he's on pace to score the more than that magic number of twelve in in the league. Um, and I just I love watching the guy play. You know, he doesn't look like on paper or in in person. He doesn't look like a guy that should totally wreck uh the league that 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 is major league soccer and he does week in and week out so i had a great appreciation and still do i, I love that guy uh so i'd say my my stock up is is continuing to be duncan mcguire and then my stock down i'll give to the wonderful organization of of pro referees as if they can get any lower but it just continuously does. I don't know what the bottom, what, what below the bottom of the dumpster is, but that's where they're at for me. So they're 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 underneath that. They're like the wheels of the dumpster. They're on the bottom. So I, I hate I hate them. They continuously screw us over, uh, and we rarely get get uh, gifts from them. So I feel like if you ever added the positives and negatives, you know, and added up like a plus minus we would be drastically in the minus with this with this refereeing organization so not a big fan of them never have been and they just continuously week in and week out prove their incompetence for a league that is where, where we're going they're going to be getting some huge scrutiny because with with bringing Messi on and with the eyes that are about to be on this league the refereeing has hasn't been suitable for the eyes that have been on the league, let alone the eyes that are now going to be on this league. You got DJ Khaled showing up to games, LeBron James showing up to games. You know, this they they have to do everything right, and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to figure out a way to to get people that actually know what the hell they're doing because this is it's, it's eventually it's gonna become unacceptable. It's already been unwatchable for a lot of people in my humble opinion. And that's why you don't have casual fans. A main reason of it is because of the refereeing. Whether they want to say it or not, people go to games, 
They see referees decided after they sit there for two hours watching the match, and then a referee decides the match. And casual fans, inconsistent basis too. It's all the time, and it's not just Orlando City. It's it's most teams. It's and it's most of the of it's you know every team can go and say that 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 they've had that happen, and and it's you know it's it's casual fans don't want to see that. They don't want to see matches be decided by inconsistent horrible calls now if it's a, a, a call that's that's deserved and whatever but on on calls that are even wishy-washy so-so they don't want to see that let alone calls that are abhorrently blatantly wrong and incorrect the casual fans fans that that maybe like soccer they don't want to see that they don't want to see that and whether they want to be a, a, you know, they can blame whatever they want, and oh, we're just this and that. We don't have the names or the sal. You can blame the salary cap, or you can blame the roster rules. But in my opinion, the main reason why people don't watch MLS is because the refs suck. And when they, every time they tune in, the refs suck. That's it. So, Mike, give me a stock up and stock down. That was my little rant for the show. Oh, no, good rain, man. Um, stock up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Ojeda. I feel like he had a really solid shift and he was like one of our more dangerous players throughout the game. Um, so him getting the the rare start, I think that he, he had a good game and I think that deserves some praise. Um, and, and stock down, like if I have to give it, it it's just going to be nitpicky because of the fact that there was an awful call. And I'm just going to give stock down to, to Santos a little bit just because you don't want to make the referee have to be in a position where they have to make a decision. And if refereeing is going to be as incompetent as it is, he needs to try and avoid putting himself in a situation where something could be called against him. Um, and I'm hoping that it's a learning experience for him. So is it a stock down that is a little bit like harsh? I I, I think so. I I felt like he had a relatively good game outside of the fact that he ended up being the scapegoat for one 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 play there um but uh the other stock down i will give is to our team's tempers uh because we got a uh, yellow mm-hmm. card to pedro and a yellow card to jansen for both wasting time and mouthing off after that call um that's not good so yeah and that could come back to bite us in the butt for sure in this tournament, which is uh, they weren't thinking about that, and they just these guys don't know when to shut up. They definitely don't. And when have they ever switched a call? It never happens. So just shut your mouth and move on. And that's to me that's been one of the main issues with Oscar Perea and the discipline, uh, because some teams can do it, some teams don't. And the flair and the excitement and the the culture that he embeds, just unfortunately, it doesn't include discipline against the referees you know a lot everything else is included and and defensive discipline is included but these guys put so much into it and so much into the shutout that when something goes wrong like that they they don't have the the uh the filter to just move on and get in and do it which it's a love-hate thing for me and i hate it most times but then nothing i mean it'll never get old seeing robin yonson tell somebody to f off so just just don't opinion. do it to the ref's face. That's kind of the <laughs> Ryder, you gotta uh uh stock up and stock down. Yeah. I mean it nothing makes me happier than seeing him do that. I've got some good gifts from more recent events when he's done that, but yeah, don't do it to the ref's face. Uh stock up uh Facundo Torres had a good shift. Um congratulations 
to him and his SO on the arrival of their baby girl. And yeah, he gets a he gets a stock up from me because he had a good shift and he somewhat contributed to the goal, but even then you can't even give him the assist because that's the goalkeeper's fault. And I wish I could give him a stock down, but I'm gonna give stock down to I don't know. I want to say Kyle Smith, but even then he didn't have that bad of a shift. Like just I, I I'll go with tempers too. Kyle Smith or tempers with Kyle Smith is an honorable mention. Just not a fantastic shift, but like nobody played badly. We just didn't get more than the one goal in the goals that we really needed. So it is what it is. I'm sure they'll come off in the next match and be rested and ready to perform. So I, I suspect there will be changes too. I don't think we're going to see Ojeda again. I think he's going to be out for some of this one, but um, did no one give Pedro a shout out? Cause he needs a shout out for that, for that save to start off PKs. Yeah, well, nobody gave him a stock up, but I mean, his I mean, he'll get think... he'll get a stock up for me. Like, like I'm literally, I literally have the highlights playing while I'm talking, and it's like, oh nope, he didn't get the love. And Facundo with the side netting that that's pretty nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah Facundo's was that was they, they don't get nicer than that, you know. Shoot, even who was the first one to go? Uh, who was that that put it in the top left bin? Or Kara? Kara had a really nice one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, nobody was stopping that one either. I mean, most of them. Even though, Jan- I mean, Janssen, does like anybody do any research? I mean, we everybody in the whole everybody. If you're Orlando City fan, you knew where Janssen was going to put his, and he still put it away too. So, eh, I won't complain that Houston was Houston seemed unprepared. So, just my opinion because I guessed right on like three of our five, I knew which way they were going to go. And uh, we still did it, did it to him. I mean, even Faku's, I knew, I knew where he was going. He's always, I mean, with his left foot, he's, he's looking to just bury it. But Faku has the the way of just saying, you can, you can know where I'm going to go with my penalty. I dare you to go break your neck to save it. I dare you. I mean, the guy hit, the guy hit one inch inside the post side netting as fast as he can curve, just a nice curler out too. So, Nobody was stopping that either way. But uh, let's talk about the format, boys, because I got to be honest, I hate it. If you listen to the Den After Dark, I am not a big fan of three-team groups. I am not a big fan of playing only two matches in a group stage with my air quotes. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, of not playing at the same time of everybody else. I'm not a big fan of, of needing a draw and a win and a penalty, and we could have been already through. If Santos Lagunas would have done what they would, would have beaten Houston, we'd already be through. Wouldn't all have we got was, that PK at the end. Good all we got was one draw, then we would have already been through. One draw. We played one game in a group stage, and we would have already been through. Not a fan. Just personally, not a fan. I think this is kind of just put together, just thrown against a wall, and they're hoping that it sticks. But... um are you guys liking the format? Do you guys think it, where, where do you think it can be improved? Uh, I'm I'm personally looking forward to the knockout stages just because then you have a 
more traditional, you know, more high level, uh, and everything's on the line with that, obviously. But something just doesn't doesn't feel like a tournament to me. If you can draw a match and then get through with literally just that, just one draw and be automatically through. Mike? So I'll start by saying I do like that they're trying something new with this tournament and the fact that if there's a draw, they're giving an extra point for winning a penalty shootout at the end. I think that's kind of a very like Americanized kind of thing to toss in there. And it's something that's not like the way we MLS used to do penalty shootouts that used to drive people nuts. Uh, I think this is something that's actually like, you know, might might get people more interested in it, especially if it's like a low scoring game or something like that. Um, with that being said, my biggest drawback to it is I don't like that the group stage is only groups of three teams. Um, and I think that this kind of echoes what your point you were kind of getting to was uh, swag is that like it's kind of weird that you know you're having match days where not every team in the group is playing so like you're you can advance for doing nothing based on the fact that another team's already played two games and you haven't um so i'm with you in the fact that i'm I'm not a huge fan of that um i i would like for them to try and find a way to get it so that they can have four teams per group next time around they did it so that way everyone like a group is playing on the same day. Like there's two games for that group on the same day and, you know, results have impacts that way, you know? Um, so that's what I would want to try and do to improve on it. I mean, I'm, I'm having fun. I am enjoying it, but I feel like if this, if there wasn't a break from the regular season, I would not be having as much, I, I wouldn't be having a good time. That's why I'm enjoying it is the fact that like it's taking, it's not our regular league play time. Um, so I'm enjoying the break t- for something different. And not to mention that we're in a group that if you finish first in the group, you usually play a team that finished second in another group. Yeah, we got shafted there. No, if you finish first in our group, you have to go play Miami, I believe. Yeah, Miami's going to win their group. So you're going to play Miami if you finish first. And if you finish second, you're going to get uh, Pachuco. A home match. Oh, you're going to get a home match, but you're going to be playing Pachuca, who got a bye through the group stage for being the Mexican champions. And I don't think there's a way for us to finish second. It's there very, is. Extrapolated. It's like, what? You got to have three goals. He's and... got numbers. Yeah. Let him talk. Yeah, right. I got so so. In other words, the the easiest thing for us is win, just win, baby. We win the group if we beat Santos, and that's the most important thing. Um, if we go into a penalty shootout and we win, we will also and and, and win the penalty shootout. We should also be through. Um, then it gets tricky. If we go to a penalty shootout and we. <clears throat> lose that penalty shootout but the score in regulation was 3-3 or higher we will come in second place if we go to a PK shootout and lose and the score was 2-2 or lower we are eliminated because it will then come down to um, fair play rules and due to the amount of yellow cards that we got I will say uh, this I looked this up we have four yellow cards Santos has three Houston has none. I, if we have 
less yellow cards than Santos in this match, we have a chance even on that, which is an absurd thing that we even have to talk about at this point, but that's how weird these group stage things are going. Yeah. The only thing is I, I if we lose the penalty shootout and they have more yellow cards than us, I believe Santos would have a head to head over us. So I think that would technically make it so that it that's wouldn't true. matter. We'd still be out. So the yellow cards with Santos doesn't matter if we lose because they win the head to head beat by beating us in a PK shootout. So uh, it's a little weird how, how they're operating with that, but yeah, those are the scenarios and realistically the easiest way is to just win. And then we get, uh, then we get Miami and Messi. So that's your reward for finishing. In first. And that would be in Miami, right? Um, I believe the way Fort that Lauderdale, this, sorry. the seating is Pompano beach. Yeah. Uh, I believe the way that the seating operates is based off of where you finished last year. And I believe they technically finished the season ahead of us in the table. So I believe they would be the host. Correct. Of course. What a, what a, what a, what a, uh, what a reward for winning the group. Great great reward. Yeah. You win the group, you finish, you, you play Miami on the, on the road. What a, what a reward for, I mean, the the refs will be so much better when mess. Are we allowed to say the name on this episode? I know. There was a rule on last, last week. Yeah, you're you're good. Uh, if Messi's on the field, I'm sure the refs will be so much better and won't at all make a call two minutes into added time in the second half to benefit him. Yeah, I just I can't see it. I'm not a big fan of the the, the tournament and at least the way that we got shafted. It's it's been so, uh, been a shafting. Ryder, you got any added thoughts? Yeah, I I. I, I I have mixed feelings because I like the penalty shootout to end everything because it gives a little bit more razzle dazzle, but it's not enough. Fans aren't showing up. It's definitely feeling a little bit more tossed together. The refs are sucking. And unless you're going to the Miami games, it's not a main event. Like I've been in, I enjoy it because I like new things and I'll watch it and I'll see what happens. But for Orlando in frame through the Orlando point of view, it's been meh. It's been fine. It's not, I'm not sold on it. I want to see what Saturday looks like. I want to see what we can come up with as far as making this look like a real competition where we put everything out there. And that partially comes with how the team performs. It partially comes with the fact that we need to see better performances from referees. I don't want to see a game deciding call again on Saturday because that's going to send this fan base and into a rage because we still care about stuff like this. It's not like we don't care like the Mexican teams claim they don't, even though they're going to, there's a couple of teams that are going to fire their coaches. It sounds to me like the winner of the Atlanta match gets to keep their job. So, um, yeah, I do like having matches on most nights. I've missed that. I, I don't like the new MLS format where we basically have almost the entire league on Saturday night or Wednesday night, and that's it. 
I've missed having the random Tuesday, Wednesday, even Thursday ma- matches. So it's it's a little fun summer break, but it's not it's not what I thought it was going to be. I think it needs work. I think there needs to be improvements. Three the and having three people, three teams in the group robs us of the best part of group play, which is when you have four teams and you've had three match days, the third match day, both teams play at the same time. And we don't have that this time. So I miss that and miss the drama that comes with that because now we know the exact scenarios. We're not putting the scenarios together in our heads ahead of or ahead of time or as we're going. We literally know exactly what has to happen. Yeah. And might I say, I mean, you talk about you don't want to see the refs take control of it, but I got news for you. And I got news for everybody listening. If we're up 2-1 in Miami in the 88th minute, uh, I got news that. for you. You already know free kicks going to be coming. That's just the way it works. You already know some, Unless some shenanigans is going to be coming. The only team beating them is going to be us. And if they don't, if we don't beat them, then then you everybody already can see what's going to happen. They're going. They already did it in the first match. They're. Gonna, I mean, the second match they didn't have to because Atlanta United they they're horrible. They suck. But they're going to do whatever they can. They're going to let them break whatever roster rules they can. They're going to let them sign whoever they want. So that way they can get the money. It's all about the money. All the owners care about is the money. It's the same thing about the NFL. It's the same thing about any, any league that, that splits revenue. The more money for the whole pot, the more money for everybody. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just the way it works. So, uh, rising tide, what do they call it? Rising tides float all ships, or whatever they call it. And that's that's yep. what the, that's what the league is. That's 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 what it's going to be. So unless we we can absolutely go in and pound them to pieces, I'm sure there's some there's going to be more shenanigans. It's just the way it works. It's going to be shenanigans. So wouldn't it be fun though? It would be so fun. We talk about being a protagonist and be fun to be the bad guy that knocks Messi out of his first competition in mls it'd be it needs to be fair it would be our tournament to lose after that for sure Mm -hmm. you know i think the if you're looking at that match the winner of that match is probably going to win the tournament that's just my humble opinion so hey like like i said against play when we played tigress first in the first round i'd rather i'd rather just get it out of the way i'd rather do that than play four matches and bust your balls and go all the way in and then and then literally losing the final to Miami, you know, I'd rather just get it out of the way. I'd rather if we, if we see we we we're gonna read the book early. We're we're gonna get it all done out of the way. You know, it's like watching the last episode of the season first. So I'm down. I'm down to do that first. You know, and and see see how we st- stack up and see how we can do it. And that would be a heck of a match. It'd be super fun. Uh, you know, it'll be lit. Uh, if they give us any any away tickets, you know, we'll represent well. Which who knows if they will nowadays. The away sure, tickets will cost an arm and a leg. I'm sure they have to do something, but but I'm sure our, our we'll still show up. So we'll see how it goes. But um, we talked. Mikey already covered the scenarios basically. So we need a win. We need a, a, a tie with a win, and then that that basically we got a ninety. It's either we're going to finish first in the group or we're going to be out. Is the way it's looking right now. So 
unless we I get three goals. I thought it was going to come down to yellow cards, goals, but Mike was right. We don't we don't give up three goals, nor do we often score three goals. So I don't think it's going to be three three. You know, just just gonna just gonna throw that out there. But uh, you know, we're either going to win and head to Miami, or we're going to be out of the tournament. One like I said, man, as always, just win, baby. That's what we got to deal with. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just got to win. Leave no doubt. Yeah, I would like to do that as well, and I got no problem. I'm sure the boys are are would be really excited to uh to travel down to Pompano Beach and 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 give it their hundred percent and give it their all. So, and that that makes me excited. If there's any team that's going to do it, we're built for it. You know, I think we're built for that. Then we're built for this tournament. So, especially knockout style stuff. So that'll be really really exciting. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but that'll be really exciting. So, uh, all right. I think, and also we talk about Miami's going to win the group. I think they are. They 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 only played two matches. They won them both. They won the group. They, yeah, they won the group. The They've tournament. advanced, so. so that's done. Yeah. So. Um, completely fun random question: If we play in Fort Lauderdale, which Orlando player tries to trade jerseys with Messi first? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if any of them. Maybe Faku. Maybe Ojeda since he's Argentine. I was going to say, probably it's either Ojeda or Mauricio. We'll see. I don't think they're going to be letting him trade any jerseys because I'm sure they're trying to monetize. He traded jerseys with Atlanta. With well, that's his World Cup teammate. I'm sure he traded jerseys with Thiago Almada. Okay. There's not a single other person. I I didn't see it, but I'm sure he did. There's not a single other person that I think he would. There was also an Atlanta player who in the tunnel. And this, this this is just to make fun of Atlanta and preview again my shout out. But an Atlanta player, they showed this on Apple TV, just and because of course there was an hour of broadcast after. <laughs> I'm not kidding, an hour. Desk side, everything, and he's going down the tunnel in an Atlanta player comes out of their locker room i don't even know who it was and literally takes off his jersey and just gives it to messi no trade just gives it to messi here take my kit messi's gonna take that kit and just he's he's just gonna throw it away yeah recycle it like the plastic that it is the old jersey giveaway not to swap so who knows there's it's a weird obsession thing i I don't know i just it's just um, funny to see how I'm still man, in the camp so that bad. I'm still in the camp that either he's going to run through everybody and we're all going to get to watch and all and be thankful and grateful and and go, man, nobody could ever stop this. This is amazing. Or we're going to beat their butt and we're going to get to embrace that, too. So I'm excited either way. But um, we'll create DVDs, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But. Uh, let me turn on the U.S. Women's National Team game. I think uh, unfortunately, on. the Netherlands just scored, so it is one-zero in the 18th minute. They need a wake-up call. So, I, I, yeah, they, even been, though they played decent against Vietnam, it should have been. They've been talking all sorts of junk. I think so. Um, not them, but the media too. Everybody's been super overconfident, in my opinion, because the women's game hasn't hasn't ever come this far as it has in the last four years. So I think they're in for an, a rude awakening. So that's just my opinion. But uh, anyways, uh, we'll move on to the Santos Laguna. Uh, you know, do we think they're going to win? I, I think personally that it's set up for us to take advantage of. They are on a short week. 
They are traveling from Houston to Orlando. Um, not easy for them. It's definitely not easy for them. We have a long rest. We had eight days, you know, and and I, I hope that that benefits well. Maybe Mauricio will be back. Uh, but I think overall we'll get uh, – I think we'll win 2-0, maybe 3-0. I hope it's, a, it's an easy win. I hope, uh, you know, we get to um, spend the last 15, 20 minutes of the match – up three zero and and them talking about the Florida Derby. I would love that sort of I would love that sort of uh that sort of exposure for not only us but for this region. Uh I would love this that be, to become the, the premier rivalry uh down here. So I hope that we're up three zero by the seventieth minute and we get to talk about for the last twenty, twenty five minutes on Apple TV about the you know what's to come the, the you know in Miami and the Florida Derby uh and and Florida's purple and they get to mention how we've owned them up until uh Messi sh- showed up and and hopefully we'll own them continue to own them after Messi so uh, I think we'll win three to zero um I'll say goals from Mauricio I think he'll get off to Snyder he'll finally make one of those sitters that he's been given the last few weeks and then uh Faku and Duncan again we'll we'll, we'll go with that so uh Ryder, what, what do you what do you think give me a prediction uh so the last time we played laguna was august of 21 that was the quarterfinals of the old leagues cup uh and they took us for a goal 1-0 and i think this is a different team i think this is a hungry team and i think that we've already had our had our heartbreak with some lesser Liga Emekis clubs this club this year. And I think that this is ours to win. We've got, like you said, we've got the rest. They're tired. They're traveling. We've been chilling at home all week and training. They've been going a full 90 and penalty kicks. We've been planning and prepping. This is our match to lose. We have to come out and we I, honestly, I'd love to see two goals before halftime. That's what I want. I want two goals, different goal scorers. I need Duncan and I need Facundo or yeah, Duncan and Facundo. Two goals before halftime. I need at least three to make me feel relatively comfortable because these kind of matches weird me out every single time because we always have weird performances against international opponents, no matter what. I'm trying to think. I don't know if we've ever scored more than one goal against an international opponent, except for that one time in a friendly that we scored against um, a couple of goals against the Puerto Rican international team. Or the friendly Someone where can... Seb Hines had four headers. Who was that against? That was. Uh, uh... I thought that was against Charlotte. Bahia, Bahia, something or oh, okay. or, or Brazilian, some Brazilian series. Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. That was back when they were getting the Brazilian hookups, and we were playing in the American and all that stuff. They so. played down. They played like down in that stadium too. I remember watching that. Now that I think about it, watching that on YouTube. Um, uh, or did they come here? Honestly, that's so that, that we we they came here to say it was at the Citrus Bowl. I was there, and then uh, I was who do we travel to? This, this 
We, we played, uh, it was Fluminense, we played them, or Fluminense, somebody we played in the American I think it was Fluminense, uh, for a friendly too, and then we played in the American All. And uh, I think we're the only MLS team to, to play in the American All in Brazil, ever, so far. So far, till we get into Libertadores, we'll see. Mike, got a prediction? You guys, as yeah. uh, as uh, as optimistic as we are, uh, I'm not going to be quite as optimistic as you guys. I, I do think that this is a game that we got to go out and win. I'm just not going to be going like the two nil win, three nil win kind of thing. I, I think it's going to be two win, two to one, and uh, I think we're going to finally get uh, a Martin Ojeda banger for the winner. Um, my my, he's come so close so many times. I think he's finally gonna gonna hit that that worldie that we all know he's got in him. Um, and I think Duncan's gonna get the other goal because of course he is. Like guys, a man on fire. He's gonna keep it up. Um, so that's my prediction. I think two one. Uh, get the job done. Um, I think our team is better than the last time we played Santos, and I don't think they're much better than we were. They were the last time we played them. Um, we also played somewhat of a rotated squad when we played them. Like we started Tesho, we started Mason, like uh, Urso got a red card late, which I think is why he wasn't available on the bench in the game against Houston is because he was serving that red card from Leagues Cup uh, in 2021. Um, so that's a which is crazy that the old format translated to the new one. <laughs> it might not be true but it's very possible that that's the reason um but uh at least that's my assumption um but yeah uh, i think we get it done uh 2-1 win uh but this is the thing is it's a game that we got to get it done um and if that sets up a date against uh you know inter broward county um then that there's just a chance to, to to write a good narrative you know uh write a good story if we could be the the you know we can keep the the florida rivalry going and potentially knock them and Messi out of this tournament uh man it's gonna be a great podcast episode next time we talk so let's hope let's hope that uh we get some storylines out of it and uh go from there either we gotta way get the job done first either way it'll be a fun den after dark that's for sure Always. i got a, i got a feeling about that so uh but we'll 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 focus on on santos and like you said ursa may be back he may score a goal you know he's he's he likes he's a guy for the the uh the cinematics the bench, so he's he he's loves a, doing that yeah he's he he does like that so we'll see we'll see uh we'll get into our shout outs uh mike you want to go first yeah yeah i'm gonna go ahead and um with uh in, in spirit of league's cup i'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out to uh uh liga Amekis and uh the mid table team specifically um so we're through this so far, including games that are going live tonight, including the penalty shootouts, because those are awarding an extra point technically for a victory. Um, MLS teams are eight and three currently over Liga MX teams. And right now, New England's beating San Luis five to one. Philly's beating Caretero four to one. Dallas beat Nacoxa three nothing last night. Minnesota beat Puebla four nothing. So Shout out to uh, those Liga MX teams because uh, the mid-table ones, at least, uh, the MLS fi- caught you guys. Like we're coming for the top table guys next. We're kind of, <laughs> I think that we're actually showing those strides that we're going to be the better league here sort soon. Um, and, and it's once that once that plateau is hit, uh, full stop. There's no turning back. 
Like it's Liga MX is just not going to catch up to MLS at that point. It, it, once we pass them, it's it's we're just the better league, full stop. So and we're coming for your recruits too. Come on, come it's to like, MLS. It's only when they can play their their top three teams against us that they that they do well. But uh, you know when when we get they have to play every one of their teams in their entire league in there then you could see how the parody in mls how you know iron sharpens iron and it's always it's everybody's always rising you know making each other be better and then uh it's you could tell that that liga mechies is a place where you know the same four or five teams dominate pretty much annually so yeah uh, i mean you know monterey plays salt lake that game kicks off in about three minutes and then Tigres in Portland kicks off at 11 o'clock tonight. And then tomorrow you got Chivas and Club America kicking things off uh, in the tournament. Finally, those are really the four big names that are are, are going right now. And if those guys struggle, uh, Liga MX is going to be feeling some kind of way. For sure. Yeah, I think they're they're going to really rely heavily on those on those teams. So uh, my shout out is going to be to Atlanta United. Uh you know, just just adding viewers to to MLS Apple TV, adding subscriptions because if you didn't, if if all the 480 million Messi fans didn't subscribe after his little free kick, that was a whack foul to begin with. That was just a, a it was a free it was a free foul. It was free handed. It was given it was away. Was a bad save too. You don't line up that. Oh, far it, was, left. it was. I mean, they, check they, the goalkeeper's bank account. It was pretty much pretty much scripted is what you can you can go with on that literally scripted but uh anyways thank you atlanta united for uh for uh getting more revenues for mls and hopefully putting more money in in our pockets as orlando city you know we get to split revenues with them and uh we appreciate you guys looking like complete and under fools Uh, thank you guys for keeping brad guzan uh because that guy looks continuously day by day too old to play any form of soccer anymore uh and uh and thank you atlanta for just getting absolutely pounded we we appreciate you uh shout out to to atlanta united for and all their fans oh my gosh it is it's chef kiss it's like makes me so happy people are like i don't know if i can renew my season tickets again you know, I renewed my I renewed Orlando season tickets without a without a question when we were the doldrums when we won one out of nineteen games or something like that. You know, it was like fa- how far away from the stadium do you live? Yeah, I mean, like we were we were literally like like I mean we had we had like four points out of out of sixty four available, and then Orlando City sent my renewal letter. Hey, we're going to renew this. Here's your price, and I said no problem. Take it out of my bank account. No issues. But they're like, I don't know if I can renew. I don't. I don't know if if I I I don't know if I can handle this. I don't. This uh, just uh, disown the team. Just I, I don't know. Just it's it's hilarious. You know, it's it's the 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 fall of the empire of what they thought they were. So uh, I'm glad to see that 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 they figured out that it's a team sport. That you know, when you build something up, what goes up quickly comes down usually pretty quickly too. So uh that was that's been fun to see so shout out to atlanta united uh Ryder, you're up so my shout out has a lot to do with the city of atlanta um i have felt personally attacked by the city of atlanta but yet i have conquered you um 
my team beat your team in your town, two to one, Orlando City. You got your teeth caved in by Miami, which sorry for that. And then can't wait to hate watch you guys get beat by Cruz Azul on my iPad while I watch Orlando win our group. So there's that. But on my travels last week, I I flew through Atlanta twice. And that airport is a zoo. Not a fun zoo, a I never want to go through there again zoo, where a th- less than an hour thunderstorm sends the entire East Coast and Delta, who couldn't tie their shoelaces and is also based in Atlanta without some serious help. So shout out to them. I could go into the whole story, but I won't because the guys want to go to bed. And then shout out to Home Depot. They're not sponsoring us either anytime soon. Who took almost two weeks to install my new dishwasher to finally finish my kitchen because somebody didn't know how to get the proper plumber out to my house. So, yeah, took seven phone calls and more hours than I care to admit just to get that done. So, and that's Arthur Blank directly. So, you must have saw your Orlando City. Uh, flag outside. I, I I don't even have anything outside. <laughs> all, all of my Orlando City stuff is a recently. I mean, that's why the kitchen got redone. As a recently married man, everything has been shoved into the man cave you see behind me. Everything else, aside from one tapestry sitting outside our bedroom, is all been redecorated. That's that's marriage. That's what you do. Hey, at least and you then, still have a bedroom. I, I'm I'm downgraded to a little corner, so talk to me in five years. Well, we'll compare notes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's my that's my that's my shout out dud. My shout out stud is because it's been a couple weeks, is A for us beating Atlanta, which was a lot of fun. And just the summer of soccer in general, because it's been a lot of fun. Nations League, Gold Cup was fun. I went out and had some fun in Charlotte. It was disappointing to see us lose out ultimately. And it is what it is. Mexico takes the win. So we split the series on the summer. But it's been fun with that. And then even though say what you will about MLS Messi coming to the league and coming to North America is a big upper for this, especially going into the next couple of years. Next summer is going to be a lot of fun with the uh, Copa America club world cup. We know we have at least one U S club in that with Seattle. We'll probably see uh one or two more clubs join them in some way, shape or form. They still haven't defined that, which is kind of annoying, but, and then you got the women's world cup and yeah, the U S is struggling right now to get a goal back on the Netherlands, but Hey, it's a fun summer. You got leagues cup. There's soccer on the TV almost every night. I mean, 
look at the Premier League. Premier League is got matches all over the country right now. And even in Orlando right now, Fulham and Aston Villa are playing. They just kicked off the second half at Exploria where Aston Villa is leading one nothing. So it's a fun summer. Good time to be a soccer fan. It's just fun. That's that's my uppity shout out to the summer of soccer of 2023. Heck yeah. Uh, it's always fun for sure. Well, the U.S. is looking, they're looking like they're attacking well, so I think they'll be all right. But Yeah, the, I, th- I think they'll, oh, 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 so close. Yeah, they've been close a few times. So close. Well, we appreciate you guys for listening again. We're another hour and five minutes through, I think, so we didn't do too bad on the time, boys. Uh, we always try and keep it short, and we still go the whole whole hour every single time. So that's good thing. If we if we didn't try and keep it short, we'd probably go two hours. So, uh, but uh, I appreciate you boys for coming on. Thank you, of course, uh, for everybody for listening. Uh, and we will uh, look forward to Saturday evening against Santos Laguna. And hopefully advancing to uh, get a little bit of Florida Derby action in with the uh, League's Cup. And it'll Between nothing... August 2nd and 4th because League's Cup doesn't have a defined schedule yet. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be one of those, probably the second or third. But it'll be fun either way, and I think we'll we'll get there. So I'm excited to uh, for that prospect. So I can't wait to, to see how that turns out. But uh, thank you guys for all listening. We appreciate you all for uh, listening and supporting us as always. 200 episodes is coming up and if in uh i think by the end of this year we'll, we'll be there so we've been doing this a while and we couldn't do it without you guys uh, always tuning in and listening so thank you guys so much and we'll see you on saturday evening after the uh, for the den after dark after the match come and join us come and talk come and share your thoughts in the comments and they'll get read and uh we appreciate everybody's participation in that as well so thank you guys again and vamos orlando thanks for joining us this week on the orlando lions den podcast Don't forget to follow us at Orlando Lions Den on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week in the Den.